Welcome to the DMF. I am your host, Justin Yance, and today is part two of my interview with Tammy Wallace. She is a manager, a Heller Award winner, and she is the owner of Five Star Talent Management. Enjoy. What, what kind of training do you think actors should have? Improv. I knew you could say that because <laughs> it's the most important thing. It's so it's one of the most important things. But you know what? I think everybody in the world should have improv. I mean, that mm. is essential in everyday life. You know, yeah. Um, Roll with the punches. So improv, improv, obviously, um, and then obviously TV and film. Um, you know, and then script analysis. If I'm going to list them, you know, so many people come in and they've been in theater their whole lives. Or they bring me a child and they're like, oh, my kid's doing theater. And I'm like, okay, if your kid's doing theater and you want to get in TV and film, I don't want them doing theater for a while. I want them to get into TV and film classes, but I don't want them in theater classes. Mm. Some people can make that jump. Some people cannot make that jump. Mm. And they're two totally different types of acting. Just like Agreed. Disney's a different type of acting than Nickelodeon. Commercial's a different type of acting than a drama. A sitcom, you know, there's so many different types of acting. And that's another class you can take. Learn those, learn those techniques. And if you don't have the money, go, go watch, watch them and compare and contrast the two. Soap operas, that's another technique. You know, I have a girl that had an audition. It's due tomorrow for a soap opera. And when I sent it to her, I gave her the name of two coaches that um, have been on soap operas and know how to coach. She reached out to me today and said, oh, my gosh, I, it, that was amazing. I had no idea there was such a difference. The and understand- average, The average actor doesn't. And I think what we're, what we're getting to is understanding style, understanding mm-hmm. what the style, what the style is. Because, you know, there's so many actors that be like, well, I'll do this. And it's like, no, let's give them kind of what they want mm-hmm. in some ways. Let's not try and go against. Let's not just throw in something in there just because you want to do that, you know, just because you I, think it's I, a, a weird choice. I can give you a really good example of a client of mine, I'm not going to say their name, where okay. um, they made a really bad decision on an audition. Um, and it was a decision that maybe to me, it was very obvious, but I think differently. So they were auditioning for, it was for a commercial and they were on vacation and they were a high-end corporate and they were having a good time on vacation. So when they sent me the audition, I looked at it and they were in just a, a, a rumpled t-shirt and a pair of jeans and their hair didn't like it had been combed. And I'm like, and I reached out to them and I'm like, what were you doing? And they're like, well, he's on vacation. And I said, yes, he's on vacation, but he's a high, he's like, he's in the corporate world. So he's going to wear a polo shirt. He's going to have it tucked in with a belt. He's probably going to go play golf. He's going to have his hair slicked back. And he's like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Those are the things that can make it. His his audition could have been amazing. But if he looked like that, next. Yeah, exactly. Because it's because that's the first thing we're seeing. And it's like, even if you do do it, a good job it's mm-hmm. now it's in the back of our mind now oh, you, don't look the you don't look the role yeah. Yeah. research it's research like, research and they might just go they might not even watch it at all because well, they just got to look at it. i didn't even watch it all i mean he slated and he said one line and i went 
delete, called him up and said, you might want to try this again. He's like, well, I was going for the, you know, just, you know, he, he's been working all the time. He just wants to relax. He wants to, and I'm thinking. But if he's a yeah. corporate guy, he's not going to be, he's not going to be, he's never going to be rumpled up. Maybe yeah. there but is see, some businessman that does that, but. But can you see, but you, can yeah. you see now why everybody thinks differently? And that's why research is so important in this business. You know, yeah. understand your product, understand your look, understand the, you know, genre, what if you want to call it that. Um, you know, if you're going to be auditioning for something like the Vampire Diaries, you're going to do that differently than if you're going to be um, auditioning for um, It's Sunny in Philadelphia. Absolutely. But people will send, <laughs> people will send me the, the tapes and I'm just like, what, what, which one was this for? Because yeah. I didn't read the script. But then you will tell them. So then will you call them back and be like, we have a problem here. Let's. Yes. Let's tape it again. And I assume most are receptive to it once you explain it to them. You know what? Actually, most of them are. Um, I do. Have, you know, some people want to argue with you. Well, I was going for, yeah. you know, I wanted to stick out. Oh, you're going to stick out. All right. It's you're like, going to be sticking out of the trash bin. With you're the- using me. You, you're, you're, you hired me. Let me do yeah, my job. I know. You know, okay. but I think, I think a lot of times they just need guidance. You know, and uh, even, and, hey, listen, I can get it wrong sometimes. I yeah. think they're going to go for this. I'm totally wrong when I see what they actually, you know, um, cast. I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. You know, but nine, but, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, you're you're probably right on the money. You know, well, there will because be you have to know you have to know the show. You have to know the characters. And that's one of the pe- things I tell people when they're auditioning. You don't just take the lines and read them. You have to know who you're talking to and why they're talking to them, where you're at. Um, you need Place. to watch, you need to watch the show. You need to watch these characters. You need to see their personalities. You know, you're going to talk to if you're auditioning for New Amsterdam, you're going to talk to, you know, this nurse differently than you're going to talk to this doctor because of their their characters on the show. What um, what books would you recommend actors check out? Oh, that's I've got some books up here. Um, Lisa London has a great book. Um, and I cannot I got it up here. I cannot think of the name of it. Um for launching your child in showbiz is a great one for children and parents. I love that one. Michael Caine's acting in film is interesting. You know, anything yeah. that you can find, you know, what, I, what is fascinating to me might not be fascinating to you. But Lisa London has a really great book and I have it and I've read it and it's awesome. Um, but I, I don't know where it is right now. Um, I got so many books. What do, you, up here. what do you think about the book uh, Audition by uh, Michael field i think it is i think that's fine it's an it's an interesting that's an interesting book you know i I, because i don't read a lot of these books because i don't have time um but i think that and i tell people this as well and this is sort of getting off on different subject but not um if you you said earlier somebody says oh well i've been i coached with this guy for four years too long i like my clients to take classes if they love their coach, they still need to add another um, um, class. I want you to coach with somebody. And then I want you to coach with somebody else. 
then you can go back to this person. Because once again, when you take class from somebody for an an extended period of time, and it's the same person, they become very used to what you do. You're very used to what they do. You don't, you're you're not listening as as much. They're not critiquing Mm -hmm. you as much. You have somebody else come in and they can teach you something that that person doesn't have. Every coach brings in a different technique. Every coach is going to, we all see things differently. You know, the way I view you, somebody else is going to view you totally different. You need that perspective. So I have a plethora of coaches and I will tell my clients, okay, you've coached with this person for the past, you know, six times. Let's switch to this person. Now, coaches don't want me to say that. Obviously, it's about the money, but I'm about my clients. But that doesn't mean you can't go back to that person. Yeah. You know, or do, just, or do them both if yeah. you if you want to do. It. Then you have then you have the yeah. best of both. Because every time you try something new, you learn something new. And people like and, and people like that, you know, they don't want to go to new classes because they it might but it might be stepping out of their comfort zone. Oh, but I like him. I love his classes. Well, you can only learn so much, and then you're you're here, you're not gonna go any further. Great advice. I, I'm I'm glad you said that. Actors should, you know, expand, not just sit in the class because that is a lot of acting coaches. They just kind of want you to sit in their class forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I've had coaches call me up and say, why did you tell them to coach with somebody else? And I'm like, because they've been coaching with you for the past six months. And sometimes I'll even add in and they haven't had a callback. What do you mean? Uh, how could you say? Get me a callback. Get me a booking. You know, well, they're not good <laughs> enough. Then why are you? Then you're not good enough a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but like I said, it's just it, it's all about. Um, it, I think in life in general, you keep doing the same thing over again. The best thing you can do is go out and try something <laughs> new, even if you fail at it. It's yeah. it's it's going you know, to I, give you something new. I am constantly learning about this business because it's constantly involving. You know, I just had to learn about the new commercial, um, SAG commercial, um, and how they do that. You know, I have to learn about, you know, uh, you know, with AI, you now have to think about contracts in a different way, you know, because they have, you know, we, you know, we can use your likeness and everything. And you're like, whoa. Never thought about that before AI. Now that AI is in place, you have to go, ooh. You know? And we can use you if you're dead. And we only owe you this much money. I mean, remember, it's all about creative accounting there. So, like, if you are not looking at every fine detail, you know, I interviewed a person, uh, William Griffay, and, like, he was expecting to get a, a contract where, you know, he didn't know what he did, but he ended up hiring the lawyer that had just quit from the studio and he knew all the tricks of the trade. So he was able to get in a good deal. But it's like, right. I mean, even Jack Nicholson had to sue uh, Warner Brothers to get, you know, the stuff that he needed from uh, 1989 Batman. So, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, the thing about it is, is everybody, everybody, you know, let's face it, you know, networks are out for networks, agents are out for agents, managers are out for me. I mean, everybody has their own thing that they need. Um, yes. And it's just, it, it's crazy. There's so much involved. Everything is evolving constantly. Um, you know, I talked to you earlier, I don't know if you were recording or whatever about in perpetuity. 
Um, that is um, foul language in my book. And a lot of these actors come up and they're new and they don't know what they're doing. And I always say self-submit, self-submit on Actors Access, self-submit on casting networks. Please don't pull something off Facebook. <laughs> don't do it. Um, there's a lot of casting out sites out there that will rip you off because they can't. But in perpetuity is a no-no. And what that means is, is let's say I'm going to offer you a job, $500 for um, a local hotel. Hmm. $500 sounds like a good deal for one day, right? Yeah. It's in perpetuity. So what that means is if Hilton has a commercial audition coming down the line and it's SAG and you can make $80,000 for one day, you can't do it because you have a conflict with this one small hotel that paid you $500. 10 years from now, when you're SAG and you know the difference between in perpetuity and you know usage, you still can't do it. Yeah. As long as they are using your likeness and you sign that agreement for in perpetuity, you have a conflict. I have so many clients that have done that for insurance companies, for phones. And, you know, a lot, you know, if you do a, a local commercial for a grocery store, then you can't do a Walmart or a national chain or anything like that. Um, and I tell my clients, well, if it says in perpetuity run, if it says a buyout, I want to know what that usage is. If the usage is for six months or one year, let me look at it and I'll say, I don't know, you might not want to do this and I'll explain to them why. But if you do a buyout, make sure there's a usage into it because they have to renegotiate or they, and if you don't renegotiate with them, they have to drop that and you no longer have a conflict. But these new clients in perpetuity, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times a week I have to write to somebody and say, you know, it's, oh, I have this audition. And I'm like, huh, no, you don't. And I have to explain to them why. And I can explain to them three or four times. And sometimes they just don't get it. All they're thinking about is, but I need new headshots. And I'm like, then go Uber. Yeah. Go do no, Uber. You got you to think the long term. It's like you said, yeah. if you did. Oh, yeah. You know. Long term is so important. And, you know, people think that doing background, I think everybody should do at least one background job. But, you know, yeah. if you do background job after background job, you're going to get known as a background actor. Not only that, if you're doing background for, well, if I go back to New Amsterdam, you did background for New Amsterdam, you cannot be a principal character for them. Now, yeah. sometimes it's maybe a year or two later you can, but 99% yeah. of the time, you just can't do it. Yeah, but you'll just be put in this list. I mean, maybe if they look at it, they might, you know, change their mind about it. But yeah, that's a good, that's a great point. What, let's talk a little bit about that, that long-term thinking that an actor should start to develop. Well, um, I think that um, something that's very crucial, obviously, is that we talked about the imperpetuity. But I think that what you do as an actor in the beginning of your career can can hurt or help you. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't mind. I don't care about nudity. I don't you know, I don't care about nudity. It's not that big of a deal. And that's fine. You know, I personally am not into nudity unless it's absolutely important to that show. Right. And if we can get a body double, that's great. 
But you have to remember that if you're young, you're just starting out and you do a scene that, you know, is nude and it becomes a big thing. Or anytime you search your name, that nude picture will come up. People don't think about that. When you do nudity and it's on TV, people are going to screenshot that and put it on a porn site. And every time it will come up, you have to think, how is that going to affect you down the road? Um, you know, and not only in just the acting world, but in your real life, you, you might have children, you might get married, you want your children seeing this, um, you know, some people don't care, um, you know, you're probably not going to do a, a Disney show, yeah. um, depending on the type of nudity thing that you do. So yeah. you, when you make decisions, you really have to be careful on, on the things that you do. I don't think playing a bad guy or playing somebody that like maybe is racist or something is an issue because it is the part of the plot and they understand that you're playing a role. But when you cross over to that nudity side or if you, um, um, you know, the contracts you sign, um, some of the you also have to think about the people you get in bed with when it comes to productions and stuff, you know? Um, And often people are so eager to work that that goes out the window. I just want to work. I just want to work. And it's like, no, you know, you, there's certain things you have an image to uphold. Um, Another thing people don't realize is that, you know, if you're going to be political, um, which I am very political, if you're going to be political, have a Facebook that only only your friends can see. Yeah. You know, when you're in this business, everything you do is going to be judged. Agreed. And you think Absolutely. about these people that are now um, actors, um, you know, um, and my brain is not um, A-listers or B-listers that have done things when they were younger that they're ashamed of now. You know, and some of them have said, if I only knew what I knew now, I never would have done that. Yeah. Because things can haunt you for a very long time. Hercules in New York with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, I, to me, Brooke Shields, when, you know, she did, was it a pretty baby or whatever? Uh, um, oh, the. Um, Lagoon. What was it? I can't Lula, remember. Lula, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and for me, oh, my God, I'm sure her parents don't care. Everyone's watching this. But to me, uh, that a parent would allow somebody in that age to do some things, you know, and I know that uh, my daughter ha- has been on shows and stuff. And what people don't understand is if there's sex scenes and stuff, if that child's not involved in it, it may look like they're in the room, but they're not actually in the room. That's different. But when you allow your children to do any type of, you have to be careful of what you're allowing them to do. And once again, I talk about Brooke Shields as an example, because when I think of her, that's what I think about. Don't, I mean, that's really all I know her from outside of the show's yeah. movie to Agassiz or whatever his name was. Yeah. Desperately Seeking Susan. I mean, that's, that's the that? other thing. Oh, yeah, I think that was her show. Has she done? Seriously, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I know. I mean, there she has to be she something. did some TV series. Yeah, it's very hard. You when you think of her, yourself, it's Blue Lagoon. Yeah, but when but then you have to ask yourself: Did that catapult her to who she is today? If she hadn't have done that, would she ever have been who she is today? Or yeah. did it hinder her career 
then she could have been a Jennifer Aniston. She could have been, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, look at the, uh, what is it? The SCTV, they, uh, Catherine O'Hara, she would make fun of, you know, Brooke Shield. And the whole idea <laughs> was that the mother was like there and just playing the puppet there. Mm-hmm. I just do whatever I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> so you brought up a good point. I mean, it's like, we, I mean, I, I, I'm not old enough to have seen that when it came out, but I know of her from Blue Lagoon. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because um, I do have people that get offered jobs that there is nudity in it. And, um, you know, it, it's it is a decision you have to make. You know, um, do you have enough clout that you can say I want a body double? Um, and, you know. Is it necessary? for the scene, how necessary is it? Um, you have to ask yourself those questions. Who's going to see it? Are you okay with people seeing it? I did have a client that did a nude scene and it was with a very famous person. And I actually told her, I thought it was a bad idea. And she went ahead and did it. And now when you type her name in she comes up on all these porn sites and she was very very upset about it but unfortunately with the internet the way it is today there's nothing you can do about that but she didn't think of she didn't think like that she's no longer in the business she didn't think of that because all she was thinking of is i'm doing this scene with this famous person yeah and and that's a dangerous it's a dangerous thought to that how should actors work with you how do you like to how do you like to work with actors? You know, I mean, we, we know kind what? of answered this, but I morph with I morph with each actor differently. I, I can morph into what they need. Um, I always say if I'm working with somebody and they don't like the way I'm working with them, you have to tell me. If you don't tell me, I don't know. I've had clients that have dropped me and I wrote it, reach out to them and said, why'd you drop me? And because I do. It's like if you drop me, it hurts my feelings. You yeah, know, tell, tell, you. tell you, you, you what it is. You know? I'm very, I'm very compassionate. I love my actors. And when they drop me and they come back and they'll tell me the reason they dropped me, I'm like, what? And, and I, you know, what, you didn't reach out to me enough. You never reached out to me. Or they said, well, I reached out to you and you never responded. Well, when did you reach out to me? You know, and it's in my junk mail. You know, it's like, I try to do newsletters. I try to reach out to my clients. I try to, I try to work with them, but some people don't want a lot of communication. Other people do want a lot of communication, but it also depends on what time of year it is. If I'm in the middle of pilot season, you can forget it. You know, um, if it's Christmas time, seriously, this is the only time I have with my family. Seriously, you know, common, once we get go to common. Yes. Common you know, but I try to I try to answer all my emails uh, within um, 24 hours, but I can get up to two or three hundred emails a day. Um, 30 or 40 of them are those. Submission mass submissions, um, you know. <laughs> But I have my um, my um, uh, email set up that really important auditions that are on the um, casting networks and stuff come directly to my emails. So I don't have to constantly be, be switching back and forth. And if people yeah. don't understand that, just trust me when I say I have to constantly be switching back and forth. So um, <clears throat> it depends on the day. But, you know, I, I try to be very hands on um, yeah. my biggest thing is I need my actors to communicate with me. 
You know, if you have an audition, I want to know about it, even if you got it on your own, because there are times I'm going to call you up and go, I don't think so. Um, I want my actors to be honest and I want them to be loyal because I'm going to That's I'm true. going to treat you the same way I want to be treated. And that is with honesty, loyalty, working well together. But if you're upset, you got to let me know. If I'm upset, I'm going to tell you. That's good. It's, it's... You know, if you want to call me up and scream and yell and cry, what I'm here for. You know, I've bailed a client out of jail. Do you know how I know that they take shoestrings off of shoes when you get arrested? Well, they do so you don't commit suicide. And the only reason I know oh. that is I bailed one of my clients out of jail. And I'm like, where's your shoestrings? Well, they took them when they were. Why did they take them? They don't want you committing suicide. Never thought of that. They See, don't give them lot. back. They don't give them back. <laughs> I'd like to shoot strings back. <laughs> yeah, they did give them back to him. But like I said, you know, I don't nowadays they might just make you take them off. I don't know. But they, it, it's been like 20 years ago. But they literally took his shoestrings out. And see, so I learned I learned about that. But I mean, you know, I've been a marriage counselor. I've been I've I, I recently not recently, but a year or two ago, I was in Spain on a Wes Anderson show with one of my clients because his mom couldn't take him. So I went over there with him. So I do that. You know, um, I, I just, I'm everything. Do you prefer phone calls or, or emails? Mm, emails. emails. I prefer emails because like right now my phone rang. So if it was a client that called me, they might get upset that I didn't answer. Because they don't understand that I'm doing breakdowns. I get phone calls from casting. I get phone calls from agents, you know. I got to let my dogs out, you know. Um, yeah. And I, I, it, 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 I'm juggling a lot at one time. Because I have to go on to Actors Access. I have to go on to Casting Networks. Casting Networks, I have to go on Atlanta, New York, and L.A. And they are different logins. I have Casting Frontier, I have to go on. I have Casting Workbook, I have to go on. So these are all tools that I have to go on just to submit my clients. Then it doesn't include the submissions, the pitching, the calling. If my clients get the audition, you know, so it is, people don't understand the process that goes behind what we do. We're not just sitting here drinking our LaCroix and, you know, eating bonbons and, and talking to people. Yeah, no. Okay, that about does it for part two of my interview with Tammy Wallace. I want to thank her for her time. Please like, share, and subscribe. Consider checking out the YouTube channel. As always, you can find me at Justin Yachts, and I will see you next time on the D. M. F.